work so hard to make sure people don't get attacked by giant monsters and end up getting bamboozled by some stupid... Now here I am on the back of a donkey that is being driven by the most annoying gnome. It's exactly what I wanted my uncle to see when he first arrives after all these years. Anyway, time for Dungeon Dads. He will cry, he will fall. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I am your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I am joined by the three, I think the best, the three best players on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> John Watson playing the uh, wizard on donkey back. Uh, <laughs> Iona's still heavy. <laughs> What's up, John? <laughs> life, life is just is just awesome. It's just awesome. Um, the uh, uh, Sam Frank playing the vampire that never saw a human he couldn't turn. Uh, <laughs> Schnobik the bastard. What's up? What's up, Sam? Excited to put this new ASI to use. Um, sure, <laughs> ready to rock. Yeah, and Tim Carr is playing uh, the diplomatic warlock, uh, Filner Omajira. I have a feeling the next few episodes are going to be uh, largely about you, man. Like you're the one who has this uh, this uh, diplomacy thing down. <laughs> What's up, Tim? We shall see. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on whether I can keep all of these pets with me, right? I've got uh, red slod, blue slod. One slot, two slot. <laughs> it's gonna, I mean, wait, you can start I mean, calling me McGrew, and I'll own a zoo. It's it's pretty it's pretty bad. You you have become a minion mancer here. Yeah, in a in way. a very short order with my specter and Pawson. I got a I got a crew. Yeah. For those of you who um, are not Patreon subscribers, who don't hear our bonus episode. Shame. You, I mean, um, you, you're missing out. <laughs> you missed. I don't know. I don't know if this is a, an enticement or not, but you missed a serious onslaught of salad puns. An onslaught of salad puns? <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't. I can't with the salad puns anymore. I was just listening to that episode again. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we really went so far off the rails with the with the salad puns. And I think we – and actually, in the end, I think we ended up being – exactly two jokes short of of having it become it funny around. again yeah yeah mm-hmm. it was funny and then it was stopped being funny and it was funny and then it stopped being funny and then i was hoping like we needed like two more to be like mm-hmm. that, that kind of exhaustion humor Step on two that, more like you're rakes. so good at are you challenging <laughs> sam right now tom <laughs> yeah. I, I am I, sam is kind of the master of exhaustion humor Actually, so <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I used to think it was me, but it turns out I was just an amateur. Is that a pro am? <laughs> you know, um, it's it's what the people show up for. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to catch you guys up, and in typical like my style 
approach here. I want to skip some time, but I know you guys are going to be like, I'm, I get off the donkey now and now I do this thing. So let me just catch you up where I think we are. Okay. Um, the building of a new free brain army headquartered at Lake and hearth has definitely slowed <laughs> if it hasn't all altogether stalled out. Um, so Azir Gerald is the one who hired these demon assassins and they kind of hit Ionis and Filnir uh, right in the fields. Um, but also, uh, it, you know, where they sleep at night, you know, um, it, Lake and Hearth has has not has, has not been attacked like this before, um, aside from just the outskirts, right? Um, and it really only took about forty seconds of of real time to for this for you guys to dispatch these uh, these assassins. Um, so I think it's pretty quickly, but um, you know I think your victory may ultimately be Pyrrhic. Um, and, and the end of the episode, Philippe Madamba rides back with Crispin, the decent and, uh, Harold two hands, Prince of Adair, um, who I realized only afterwards that Ionis absolutely knows this guy has met him at least once at the wedding of his aunt. <laughs> so this is actually his uncle and <laughs> uncle Harold. <laughs> And Shnobix. Um, uh, and Shnobix, that's right. So this is like a family member of both of these guys. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think this sort of moment that the, the retinue arrives, um, it's pretty clear that Felipe has thrown his hat in with other people. Abel's gone and... Uh, and he sees like actual like talent for war outside of this place. And I think it's important to remember that his number one goal, his number one priority is getting back the Owlwood. And Lady Goliath Adair is leading this rebellion in the Owlwood. So there's a little bit of uh, overlap here of potentially potential um desires that these folks have i guess i guess to me that that bears the question whether felipe is aware of all of this stuff happening in the owlwood since we brought felipe back and we have not exposed felipe to much outside of lake and hearth but he, he uh, doesn't i don't know if we're supposed to know that yet. yeah i i i mean we, we can i will i will tell you that what you know he knows is that there are adherents including uh, including Goliath in the Owlwood. Yeah. Um, and when you sent your your people to go get the ring, Filnir, mm-hmm. um, you know, word kind of spread about Bobby bringing it back and the, how, how things were changing a little bit in Adair. It's a big island, but it's not that big, you know, so word travels. So those are the gnome knowns? Those are, those are the, God damn it. Yeah. Those are the gnome gnomes. Yeah. Um, uh, there are fires in the square. There are bodies that are being found in the outskirts of town. Some of the guards are with Felipe, but many of them have been killed. Uh, and, um, just very quickly, they found 10 bodies of veteran Lake and Hearth militiamen 
that have been that were killed by the Kishi uh, or the Slods. So you find yourself in a town occupied. The riders who were there, there were only 15 of them, but they were not the last. Um, over the course of the next several hours, people continuously arrive, including Despo Goodshower, um, uh, some merchants. It seems like they are now setting up a new base of operations here in Lake and Hearth. Mostly officers are showing up. So I will throw it off to you guys. Um, um, I'm happy to hand wave uh, as much as a few weeks and let you do some shopping, figure out what you want to do. Um, even though he invited you to his, to his, uh, to eat with him, uh, Adair is not going to be seeing you for the next couple of days. Hmm. Well, after they made their grand speeches, I, I'm just going to, uh, get off the donkey and say, well, uncle, you seem to have made your grand entrance. Welcome to the wonders of Lake and Hearth. And I gesture expansively to the destruction. <laughs> what brings you, what brings you this way? And how goes the siege on Lakeshire? Ah, uh, nephew, I, I, I had heard from many people you were here and you had been successful in your various studies. I applaud you for that and for not listening to that foul father of yours uh, who kept you away from your true talents. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you still have not answered my questions. I am tired, Ionis. Uh, perhaps you and... Uh, whoever these men are would be willing to join us for uh, an after-dinner cocktail at the tavern over here. Well, perhaps yeah. we perhaps we would, especially since you've graced your presence after oh so many years of not seeing you at all. Good day. I go to the tower. Crispin follows him in, and the other sort of general officers that are there are going in with him as well. And Felipe gives you a look that's kind of like a, it's a bit of, I'm sorry, but there's other, something else there, maybe disdain. And, uh, and he kind of turns his lip up and follows them back in the tavern He's he's definitely getting in. I will deal with you later, Stare. <laughs> okay. All right. So Filnir is going to take the slod and follow Ionis to the tower and kind of park the slot outside <laughs> with the specter. Just kind of Which like Which one? A, you have two of them. <laughs> I, no, they're both they're going to they're going to, you know, they're going to be the 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 lions outside the library. Um, well, Sladi da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the specter who's still going to last until I have a long rest. Um, that and I'll, crazy. I'll let, uh, I'll let Possum run off and eat if he wants to, or, you know, 
we're really not going to let you hand wave anytime, Tom. I know it's fine. It's well, fine. I don't need to. Hand I, wave I, we can't. We can in a minute. But uh, Filnir wants to go inside and and, and talk to Ionis. Um, well, and I will say that Schnobick would maybe let a day or two go by, but he's not going to sit still for a couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Like, if anything, I mean, if we go more than a day or two without some plans to get out of here and head to Gilbrain, he's going to want to take Phil near aside and try to be like, okay, look, what's it going to take? Because yeah. the, the ore bearer is really the key to this plan, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Phil is going to go inside the tower uh, and find Ionis. I don't know, Schnobik, are you, where are you? I am uh, skulking. In the tower with them, right? Just generally skulking about, skulking about the tavern, clinging to the <laughs> shadows, eyeing okay. potential prey. All right, so you're outside. <laughs> and, but then I'll skulk back to the tower when I see Phil near heading that way. Because okay. really what I want to know most is when when are we leaving? Right, okay. Um so inside the tower, Ionis, I I feel a bit put off. I feel like there was information that we were not given that somewhat changes the outlook on what we've been accomplishing here. How is it that you have never told us that Prince Adair is your uncle? <sighs> My apologies. I've seen the man once. I do not think about him often. And honestly, when we when we first met, I wasn't sure exactly who I could trust. It seemed seemed like friend and family wanted to get rid of me, see me out of the way. And I do apologize, but I did see you as a means to an end. Um after that we did become friends, but I there's Fjolnir, there's a lot, there's a lot about me that you don't know. I do not doubt it, but trying to form an independent army that would go to battle against your uncle, I suppose, that speaks volumes about your feelings for him. As I, as I said, I, I, we're not particularly close. I knew the man once. My, my loyalties are to Montaigne, not to Adair, and Montaigne and Adair are not allies. Is true. Oh, well, I am surprised. I will wrap my head around it. I, I do apologize again. I um, I don't know. I, I, Does that not offer us some sort of leverage? Does he? Does he not feel differently about you than you feel about him? Honestly, I. I do not know. I mean, my he, he is my uncle through marriage, and the woman that he is married to is no longer with him. She is in apparently in the Gilbrain Wilds. As I said, mm. my, my family is rather complicated, and there are schemes within schemes, and uh, even with family, there, there's I have no guarantees on who I can trust. Therefore, I do not put much value on those that that are without my direct family i regardless of our faults i do trust schnobick 
Tom, remind me, does, um, sorry to interrupt, John. Um, does Phil Near know about Goliath in the Owlwood? I don't yes. remember. You, you know from Bobby. Right. Okay. You know from Bobby. Okay. Uh, can I make a stealth check? For yes. Just Skulking. 21. This is just sort okay. of how my dramatic how dramatic my entrance will be when I make it. Okay. Right? okay. <laughs> like how surprised how how close I can get before they notice me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. But not Ionis. yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ionis, if your aunt is closer to you and is not on the side of the prince. At least as Bobby suggested, she may not be. Does it not behoove us to go pay her a visit? We are probably not welcome much longer in this town as it is. Oh, it, it, it does indeed, and that was that was going to be one of my first stops. Uh, once we went into the wilds, I, I was hoping that perhaps if we took Felipe with us, we could find a way to ally ourselves with my aunt and get him his own army, and then, maybe, then parlay with Havis Corvair. I'm not sure we have Felipe's ear any longer, based on the look he shot us as we were walking out. I also... Uh, the Owlwood is not exactly on the way to the wilds. It is, in fact, quite the opposite. However, we do know how to get there promptly, without travel, from here if we wish. Are you suggesting we leave sooner rather than later? I would think it perhaps wise to see who else will arrive, but the second our welcome is nearly worn out, I think we should make haste and disappear. I I do agree. I I feel... I do feel guilty abandoning these people. They did not seem particularly happy to see that Crispin has returned. No, but that is not through any fault of your own. The deaths... Is it not? The deaths we... are perhaps on our heads in our dealings with the White Lady. But the the run of the town of Felipe went on his own and sought help, which is why I do not know how much help he will be to us any longer. You're probably right. I just, perhaps if we had trusted him more and taken him with us to see business, things would be different. But he seemed to want to take matters into his own hands, because obviously he does not think much of you or I. Well, perhaps this may sound harsh, but Perhaps we make sure that he joins us on the trip to the Owlwood, whether he wants to or not. So you hear in the distance, through the tunnel that leads to the library, you hear, Florence King. And then a little closer, and again you hear, Florence King. And the door to the thing opens up and Florence comes in. You may need to change in. that password, my boy. Yeah, well, it's not how that works, Warlock. You can ask 
Jonas there. Unfortunately, once I cast that, it's set until dispelled, and that's a spell I don't know how to do. (laughs) So, You may have uh, to start whispering. Gentlemen, I, I have an idea, and I just really need your help on it. Um, and he pulls out a book and he puts, slams it down like (laughs) dramatically onto the table and between you two and he opens it up and it's just gibberish in there. It's a, um, it's a spell book and, uh, um, John, you, you can, you can see that, um, uh, it's a very simple spell, but it's not normally something that wizards learn how to do. It's definitely a, something, some kind of divinity. And and he says, uh, he says, so I, I'm. Uh, I read through the Adaran army's uh, 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 procedures, and I think I think all of our problems go away if I challenge Crispin to single combat. What, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, look, I, he's he's the general now of this of this region for the Adarans. So I could I could join the Adaran army, but I, officially I'm already in because I'm the leader of a town in Adaran territory. Officially, I'm head of the the militia here in in our town. Any general officer can challenge the top general officer for command single combat. I kill him. I become general of the army of the brain. What and do you think? Is there another way to declare victory? Or are you forfeiting your life if you are wrong about your skills compared to his? I, I mean, I don't have a good I don't have any good ideas. This is not good for our town. I, Can did I you quote see that you wizard? On that? Did you see that wizard who came in? I know who that is. They call him the Adaran Snowball. The Adaran Snowball? Yeah. I think his name is Balthazar. Uh, he's he's going to come here. He's going to build. He's kind of famous for this thing that he used against the Monterans to the north. I honest, I'm surprised you hadn't heard of this. It, it launches a frozen, uh, uh, exploding ball of ice. Miles and miles away, I, I think they're planning on using this, using our town to to build that thing and to and to and to launch it into Lakeshire. Flon, this man is your cousin. Ain't that your uncle? I, you're talking about killing him, aren't you? I I was not talking about killing my uncle, no. Oh. Well, you should be. I I I I mean, I will admit should we come to blows, whatever happens happens, but I mean, this is You wanted an army, Ionis. An army moved into your town. I'm giving you a way to claim it for your own. You kill your uncle. I'll take over the army. And now... His politics bore me. What? Good gods, what? Snowbitch! God damn it. How delayed is our leave taking? 
it's only been a few minutes and we definitely need to rest before we go anywhere. I do not know the answer to that question yet. You're honestly still thinking about going to the wilds with all this happening? Of course. It is our most urgent priority. Florin, there, there are there are bigger things going on that you wouldn't even understand. Uh, however, I do I do share in, in your concern for Lakenhoff. I do. And I, I believe if we leave now it would be a mistake. I don't expect anyone in this room to understand. But the woman I love most in this world is imprisoned. And I cannot justify taking on any other tasks until she is freed. You, of course, are speaking about your mother, correct, Snowbick? What? (laughs) Your mother that is currently in prison. Hmm. It seems like another freed, life to me. Who will be freed should this war end? Hmm. I doubt it. And I doubt whatever petty politics you play in this town will influence it one way or the other. What I do know is that we have a deal that has been struck. We must reach the Guild Brain. We must find those control rods. I care for nothing else. I do not believe you. You guys got to catch me up. Control rods? I thought you just wanted to go and make a make a diplomatic compact with the with the with the elves down there. Well, Schnobeck, I'm not sure your strategy of announcing your priorities in front of company are the wisest of choices. However, um, Florn, as it were, we I have... I do not expect this one to live out the week. <laughs> Florn, as it is, um, there are multiple reasons for us to head down to Gilbrain. Um, acquisition of control rods being one of them. Filnir, all I know is you told me you had to put together some kind of contingent. Of the muck mucks in the brain. What if you could bring the general officer of the Adaran army, who is also the chieftain of the largest free brain town in the whole valley? Would that be you after your that single would be combat me after victory? I kill him? Yes. How certain are you of this victory? you see in your head well all i know is crispin can't do the magics that i can do i just saw this boy almost killed by a single kishi we should not invest in his success getting the odds is not investing but it is a necessary step i suppose listen i think we all need a night's sleep it has not been long since our last one i guess but that was not a an easy battle that we just fought. And compounded with the complications that are now present here, I think it would behoove us all to take a little time to sort things out in our head and come up with a sound 
strategy for where we're going to go. The Gilbrain Wilds are certainly a priority, but things here in Lake and Hearth are different than they were mere moments ago. We may have a stop before we head down. Florin pulls out a vial from inside his robe and he looks at the three and he says, so you're going to have drinks tonight, right? I look him up and down. I go, only if you're lucky. <laughs> All right. I honestly, I think you know what to do. And he hands you the, the, the vial in his hand. He says, you get this in Crispin's gullet. And I guarantee I'll win. And I won't even have to do any magic to beat him. Are you proposing we add this to his drink? That is what I am proposing. You have no idea the horror and terror that he reigned over this town for 23 years while he was just the mayor. My parents ran him out. His own family. Or bearer. I care not for whatever scheme this is that relies on this one, and I indicate Florin, this one's battle prowess, and this one, and I indicate Jonas, this one's subtlety. (laughs) However, as much as it galls me to say it, you must be a willing participant with me. I cannot take the oar, and I cannot kill you. I, and achieve my purpose. So, as much as I hate to say it, I am uh, dependent on your will. But I would remind you that we have a limited time until the Gilbrain Elves discover our treachery. And if that happens before Bezlith has a, a force ready to meet them, you're Death is as good as assured. And with that, I take my leave. Give me another stealth check to see how my how dramatic my exit is. <laughs> That's a 20. Except our eyes are dramatic. on you that time. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, here's what we'll do. Um, it's great, but they do watch you do it. Mm-hmm. And the next time you try to hide from them in plain sight, uh, you'll have a minus two uh, <laughs> okay. because they know your methods. <laughs> <sighs> Gentlemen, I just, I just remember what I said, Ionis. And even though you didn't take it from him, he says, check your pocket. I check my pocket. There's a vial in there. And also, and also, a second level scroll of your choice. Oh shit. <laughs> of, of your choice. <laughs> All right, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> um and does he leave? Yeah, he goes through the library, goes the through the thing. Um Schnobick, are you going there? Or are you going out? 
Um, it is evening. I was about to say I, I was going to go back to my um, what should we call it? My uh, my bed, my bed in the tunnel. But I don't think I'm ever going back there again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm I am gonna uh, find a little uh, space out in the woods uh, to to have a little vampire sleep. I don't know. Okay. What, uh, I think you just climb up there and you dangle from your legs. Like you just like yeah. hang upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like, like Bruce Wayne from, from Batman. Yes. Nin- was that 1989? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just hang it upside down. Best soundtrack of any DC movie ever. Hell yes. <laughs> Prince is baby. So good. Prince. And and I I do a little I also do a little uh, consultation I've I've got to do a little uh, communing with the sword. <laughs> I intone, love come quick, love come in a hurry. The thieves in the temple tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I f- I figured that was better than uh, party man. or what what was the other what was the other big one from that soundtrack Uh, oh just bat dance bat dance is so good yeah (laughs) vicky i'm I'm, vicky vale i want to bust that body (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm i'm getting away from things for a little while yeah all right all right uh, and a second, she is in a your second hand. later, Filnir will walk out the door and go, Schnobik, oh, damn it. Uh, and I'm looking, and I look at the control um, gems in my hand and go, like, I forgot to sp- uh, walk back inside. <laughs> All right. And when you walk out there and you, and you hold those gems, both the slotty, like, stand up straight. I mean, you know, sit up straight. And their eyes just follow you. Uh, and and it's adoration. It seems like like actual adoration, not like you are um, uh, controlling them again. These gems do anything. Got it. They just sense that you are the master. Hmm. They're good pups. Right? They are good pups. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> and they're all healed up, by the way. Oh, also. yeah. Oh, goodness. Entirely healed up. Goodness. Yeah. Um, when Filner walks in, uh, I just say, uh, well, Filner, I plan, I plan to retire. Um, You're done with all of this so soon. <laughs> <laughs> just to my bed, Filner. Just to my bed. Oh, oh. <laughs> Felipe was right after all. <laughs> Um, I know that there's certainly a lot that we have to think about, but more than anything, I need you to remember this. No matter what it is that we feel we have to do, you are currently allied with not one, but two princes of Montaire. And an enemy of Montaire has just entered the city. We are no longer safe. I think I understand, Ionis. I, I am your humble servant. I, 
You're never that. You're my friend. And I, I know knowing me has constantly put you in danger. But as my friend, I, I just need you to understand. I need you to understand what's happening. And then I head to bed. Uh, before you go to bed, are you, are we to make good on this appointment for after dinner drinks? I, I believe that you and I should rest and plan. What time is it, Tom? It's dark, right? But 8 p.m. So after yeah. dinner drinks would be like soon? Yeah. They're 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 probably in there eating soup and bread right now, right? Yeah, from I mean they're not they're not fancy people. This is still army folk? Soup and, and uh, bread. Well, it's what yeah, that's no, what like he said. Not, not soup and salad. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh greens hard to come by, man. Yeah, hard how hard to gonna, come by. How you gonna leave me hanging like that? <laughs> so Sam. That you've you've now keyed it up. Now we're waiting for the big one. Okay, just so you know, it's that that you hit it. You hit it. We're we're all ready for it, but not yet. <laughs> Apparently, it's got the rules. Surprise. The rules of comedy from the Dungeon Dads. Listen, that's right. <laughs> with all the slot bar has may have been raised too high. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um there's a knock at the door and you hear someone say Florin is uh, and it's Galwinia's voice but then she doesn't finish it she just keeps knocking on the door Florin is king a whisper not loud enough so anybody but the door could hear me and then okay and it it opens the door. it unlocks yeah uh, brother you weren't intimidated by the giant lizards sitting outside the door I uh, Yes, I was, but I still had to come see you. Well, it's good uh, to see you, sister. I come in. Okay. Um, she comes in, and she's uh, as the door you were closing the door. There's a kind of a foppish-looking elf. It is the elf that you saw before, uh, who she claimed was a uh, uh, was oh, the a, one in, the one in the lake. Oglethorpe. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, and. She says, Filnir, this is the last surprise. The last surprise. And, uh, yeah, the guy comes in and, uh, and he, he makes a big show of like, you know, he's got like a, a, or like a ratty looking robe on. And then he like unbuttons each button one by one. He's got long hair. It's very clean. And you can tell that like his neck is young and muscular as he's like unbuttoning his robe and he opens it up and he reveals this incredibly intricate and fancy black leather studded armor. And, uh, it's, I mean, it, it looks, it looks like a noble's armor. Um, and he says, uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Monter Geoff. Montage off. That's right. Uh, uh, Geoff. It's actually pronounced Geoff. I love him already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry for all the cloak and daggers earlier when I saw you. Um, your sister, Galwinia, has employed me and my well diggers for the last 11 years to handle difficult situations with people who live. And Galwinia looks at you and says, he's the best Braintown assassin there is. And he's got two other men who travel with him as well, who I've never met. Okay. I am going to get out of this town and I am going to Hark City if we don't handle this Adaran army situation. I wanted to give you and your wizard all of the resources that I have. Um, I would never, I would never call a hit on someone who would so completely change your position here if something were to happen and it were traced back to me. And Monter Gioff looks up and goes, Lady, no one would ever connect what I do to anything else in the world. I am silent and I am deadly. As long as there's not a butt in there, I think we're okay. <laughs> um, Galwinia, I am sorry. I am still a bit fatigued after the battle. What, um, which perhaps you did not even know happened aside from the fires. I have no idea uh, when you even arrived. But um, I, I, I'm not quite sure I understand. We followed Felipe. He left long before there were any attacks on this town. Yes, he probably left after he saw us leave. Yes. He convinced several of the guards, I don't know how, perhaps with money, to go with him. And Geoff and I and the other two well diggers were supposedly not too far away, hanging to the shadows. Um, well, Geoff, do you want to tell him what you saw? Yes, my lady. In the encampment, there was the, there was the woman who was once a man. And she seems to now have a, a unit of 200 men that they're called the Herald's Red Rot. Um, they're anti-cavalry spearmen. She convinced them uh, to hold off on attack, an attack. And this is when Felipe uh, contacted Crispin. And it seems as though it seems as though Crispin had kept them out of this town uh, for fear of of further isolating him from his family in in, in town. Um, he he knows he is not a popular person here, and. And I, I don't know. I don't know what Felipe said to him, but it seems that there was a deal struck. I do not like that Felipe has gone off on his own and made decisions about a town that is not his. Yvonne is planning a very large spread for breakfast. I think you need to be there for that. You and the vampire and the wizard. This will be the signal. And she 
shows you on her hand. Uh, she says, Yvonne will ask you if you would like some more bulla. You can either use one finger and point down at the bulla in a come hither uh, symbol, and that will be we do nothing. If you use two fingers in the come hither symbol, the well diggers will strike. And anyone you want killed in that room will be killed. But you must tell me who they are beforehand. I will not tell you your business, but I would do the gnome, the prince, and Crispin. And Monter Gioff says, You should get the you should get the Adarin Snowball as well. He's trouble. You can handle four. I can handle four. And you would expect chaos to ensue immediately thereafter? Or will it not happen at that very moment? Just be a signal relayed? Monter Gioff sort of like like motions around. <laughs> he says, so you're saying this is not chaos. What do you have built here? It is a slower chaos. Less frenetic oh. in the moment, if you understand. We will call out to Robert Hark as we end the men's life, and then we will disappear. It will appear that Hark has been here all along. I see. Appear to be politically motivated. These are big decisions, though the list it seems right, but I'm still torn about Felipe. Something about that does not quite seem right. Did I do I hear this from upstairs? Um, you can hear that they are that Filnir is talking to someone, sure. Yeah. They're not being quiet on purpose. You know, they're not they're not whispering here. I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like I would have come down at this point and, uh, and just said, um, I honestly, you remember Galwinia? Yes. Uh, good to see you again, Galwinia. And, and Geoff takes off his, uh, his, uh, his hat. He's wearing a, uh, a, uh, trifold hat and he takes it off and he bows deeply down to you and he says, Still haven't. You have no idea the pleasure that I have in greeting you, whether here or in the Cloud Sea. I am Monter Geoff. Monter Geoff? At your service. Would I have heard of him? No. All right. <laughs> no, he's like a gate town ruffian. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. He may not even be from Monter. He's got darker skin. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a, uh, a greeting from the city itself. You even bear the name. It is uh, nice to meet you as well. I overheard something about an assassination. <laughs> it's a good thing you were within the walls. Not without. Um, I'll I'll sort Catch of give up. him give him the debrief on on uh, 
what the proposal was um, from Galwinia and Monter Geoff. What do you think? This is the political theater that I always knew I'd be a part of, but um, it's quite difficult when you're in it. I believe that Adair and Crispin may need to be dealt with. Felipe, I'm not so sure. If you could let us deal with him, I think that would be for the better. I also need to know more about the military that has ridden here. I, I, I saw Despo Goodshower. Should Prince Adair be dispatched, what, how many attack then? Very hard to know. Uh, I'm not in the spy business. I'm in the killing business. So, uh, and I'm also not a scientist of these kinds of intrigues. Um, but I'd say probably they send riders back to Adair to see who steps in. You might even see the end of this whole siege, if that's a good thing. Yes, what would the ramifications be on the siege of Lakeshire? What would that do for Jesus? That is my other question. Things were so much easier when Adair was pitted against the forces of Waterdeep. I do not think that has changed, Ionis. I think we are merely a step on the road to it as they see it. Well, but that is what I'm saying. Should the prince be taken out, we, we may lose that altogether. And then a small town like Lakenhoth would be steamrolled. Well, we could sit here and analyze to paralyze all night, but... Uh... So just Crispin, is that what I'm hearing you say? I do not know. But you need a decision by the morning, and you need a list. I need when... a decision now. Oh, yeah. The grave, the well diggers will be getting into place. I, 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 I do not want to discuss their methods. But okay. in a few hours, they will be hidden in that room until breakfast. And they need to know what to do when it is time. Tom, let's fast forward two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you said you were happy to do it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Not anymore. Right? Yeah. Goldwinia, uh, this all hinges on you meeting us here in the morning. I say, why is that? I say, put people in position. You meet us here before we go to breakfast. I can do that, but to what end? Again, I can guarantee that we can all communicate with each other without speaking. And should so, should the strike order need to? commence there doesn't need to be all this fingering we just say the word 
No, but the signal does not go to Galwinia. It goes to Yvonne. Yvonne, who's not here. She will be cooking breakfast. It would look, perhaps not look strange, but it might be strange if she were to come here. Monter Gioff, like, cuts you off and he says, Half-Elf, Yvonne has nothing to do with this. I will see the hand signal. No, I understand. I will be inside the walls. I see. And my men will be inside the walls. And we are going there now. There will not be time for you to do some show of... No, I understand. I, I understand. I understand. I, understand. I do not know what the outcome will be should the prince remain without Crispin. I do not think it is within Florn's power to evict him, so to speak. So I'm not sure the situation changes much aside from accomplishing what Florn wishes to see done. Galwinia says, okay, I have it. Ionis, you say, pardon me, Yvonne, could I have some bula? You should also top up, and then every single person whose name you say, the well diggers will attack. I'm not sure I like him speaking names before people are to die in a room filled with others. Seems to implicate him, even in a roundabout sort of way. All right. What throws the kingdom into more chaos to assist, to aid our position? I think perhaps the first list. What did you say about Florn, Vilnir? Only that he's not a fan of Crispin. That the town also is not fond of Crispin and his return. Monterre Joff just says, This is not how I work. Tell me the names now, or hold your peace forever. Ionis. All right. We save Felipe. Save Felipe. Hold your men in place. Vilnir, I will be able to communicate with you during the meal. If things so, smell funny, we don't act. If we, if they don't, we continue with the plan. But you and I can communicate, and you can be the one to give the hand signal. So, the prince, the snowball, and the decent. Is that the list? That is the list. Good night. And Monter Gioff does almost exactly what Schnobik did in the way that he sort of moves out of your way, out of your sight. And then you hear both the red slot and the blue slot go. Arr! He goes, oh, good God. <laughs> and, and he continues away. She says, two fingers. It's a go. One finger is still no. And when do you depart, sister? Tonight? Before? After? 
I'm going to go and tell Felipe that I'm leaving. And and she looks over at you, Jonas, and she says, I will be asking Percy to go with me. Who would have expected nothing else? He's his own man. I have no idea what he will choose. But if we do leave, he will not be coming to see you tonight. It's too risky. That I understand. I take a long look at her and I say, This man practically raised me. Do you understand? I understand. And she leans in to like give you a hug. And as she does, she whispers in your ear and she says, If I find out you've had anything to do with my brother dying, I will be the last face you see on this earth. You keep him safe. And I just look back at her and nod. And then she leans in again and says, As much as I care for him, I know you care for him more. If Filner goes, so does Percy. Whoa. And she she leaves. I send her a message in her brain hole. <laughs> Goodbye, sister. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> uh, I just say, uh, I just say, should it come to it, you had better make sure I'm dead. Can she respond to you? Sorry, I forget. She can't. You, you sent her a message. Okay. All right. It's sending. <laughs> And, the spell's called last oh, so, oh, word. It's sending. <laughs> it's sending. Um, and uh, you can you can still see her, right? She's walking yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't even turn around. She just like puts her hands behind her back and gives you double birds from behind her back as she walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> all right, you guys gonna sleep? Uh, I mean, if we can now. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know if they're... Girl's going to kill the best dick she ever had out of spite. Out of spite. Like, that's all right. She didn't didn't get to be head of the Thieves Guild for nothing. That's all right. 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 Um, She's no Tarbuck Holder Shack. She is (laughs) cutthroat and ruthless. Um. Yeah, I go to I I go to I go to bed. Uh, so Yvonne, actually, you hear her calling out in the morning um, f- outside the windmill, uh, and and uh, Schnobik, you hear this like as far away as you are. You hear her say, "Um, um, uh, Phil near, uh, Phil near." Um, I'm, I've been sent to collect you. I won't come any closer than this. Um, Ionis. Uh, oh God. I'll, I'll, I'll go knock on Florence door. I know he has a secret way to get inside. <laughs> and, uh, and, 
how big are the how big are the gems for these slot? Like, remind me. Um, uh, you can you could close your hand around both of them, but okay. you'd be able to see them a little bit on the on the bottom. So, like, you know, so I could stick um, them like in a pocket easily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. I wasn't sure, sure if they were like you know like Billy Club size or like baseball no, bat no, no, size no, no, or no. you know. I, you know, I would say, uh, fill, maybe if you laid your palm flat, they are, um, Phil Near's hand, he could fit three or four of them, you know, touching on his, in his palm. Got it. So they're small, so, despite the they're size. Small. These yes. things are so big, I figured they would be. Yeah. No, it's, these, this okay. was a small thing inside their brain. Right. Okay. Um, all right, I will pocket those. Uh, my specter is gone, and I will get myself up and make sure Ionis is up. Get ourselves dressed. All right. While we're doing that, I'm casting Rary's. Well, no, I'm going to wait until we see Schnubbit. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm posted up across the street. All right. All right. Let me do a stealth roll. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Uh. 8 a.m. The sun is up. 23. Um, he's like sort of, you can't see him. <laughs> like, I There's mean, you could a see a person. Of, I look like the the fourth barrel in a row of three barrels under a dark awning. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, I was just going to say, you probably look like a normal person, not yourself, probably. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, uh, People would just walk past and assume that you were a, like a shopkeep, even though you're dressed to the nines, the you know the the <laughs> the the, uh, the underdark nines. But <laughs> play Michael Collins, Zeus for God's sake! No one's going yeah. to buy me as a green grocer. <laughs> also coming out in the street is Florn Gershon. And you see that he is not wearing a robe. He is wearing... He's just letting it all hang out? <laughs> no, he's wearing a, a studded leather armor and has a an overly large long sword slung on his back. Um, and uh, he is holding that book that he had in his hand before. And he is like looking up at the sky and reading and looking up at the sky and Schnobick, you know what he's all about. John, were you going to link us telepathically once, before we go? Once we ran into Schnobick, yeah, I was going to link you. Right. So oh, that's you right. guys, you guys are sort of walking towards the tavern and I'm going to fall in with you. Uh, okay. So at, at that point, I'll start the cast. Are we expecting violence today? There may be some. However, it will not be on our on our plates at breakfast, I do hope. Well, but you do know us. Be ready. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, yeah, I start casting the telepathic bond while we're walking and talking. Okay. Uh, Florn catches up to you and says, um, Hey, guys. Flown. So, you, uh, uh, look different. Yeah. I, uh, I had this specially made a while back and I just never, never thought I'd need it. 
I uh, I decided I'm going to do it. You're going to challenge your 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 brother. Uh, he's not my brother, but oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, he's my I cousin. Apologize. Your cousin. That's right. Yeah. A new a new family. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, and uh, well, I I'm not so good with this sword here, but I'm good enough, and. I think I'm going to make quick work of him. Well, we are actually on our way to uh, have breakfast with your cousin. So why don't you why don't you stay out here, start swinging that sword of yours, get yourself ready. It's going to be real dramatic when I challenge him. I just want to prepare you. I've been thinking about it all night. Um. Hardly slept, in fact thinking about what Please I'm going to say to him. don't tell me we will have to stick around this town for the boy's funeral when he dies. <laughs> Snowy. Always with the jokes, that one. <laughs> yeah. Florin is not happy by your statement, but he also just uh, he says, uh, I know he doesn't know that I, I bested you in a, in a one-on-one duel before either, so. Sure, sure, yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he says, just so you know, Schnobik, um, I went one-on-one with your brother, who is probably the best wizard in all of the Breen Valley, and I won. I took him out. So I'm just I looking, think I can handle an old general. I'm looking at Schnobik from behind and just giving him like big giant winks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's totally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like watching two fish argue over who is the fastest runner (laughs) (laughs) as i said young florn why don't you uh stand out here prepare prepare yourself and we'll get him good and fat for you so you head into the tavern and uh we tell we tell snowbick the plan mentally by the way oh okay Yes, right. you may. Oh, good grief. Yeah, that's well, I'm smart. Well, uh, I, <laughs> to I will not eat anyway. I tend to put people off their food. I will I will be in the corner. Well, maybe you'll have a few snacks after this is over. I'll yeah? try, try to stay clear of flinging blades unless they get a little too close to myself or the ore bearer. You walk in to the tavern and... You see a towering, brown-headed woman, not wearing any armor, but she clearly has had it on recently, and she grasps you by your shoulders, Ionis, and says, Holy shit, I, I can't even believe it. Uh, it's it's real good to see you. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry what happened about with with Abel. I, I I miss him so much, but um, I I think it's real good you're breaking bread with uh with with with, with Harold and Crispin and I I just I mean it's real. I just this valley needs some peace, you know. I'm just I'm just real happy. It's very good to see you, Despo. We, we were. You heard about my wife, right? Sadly, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, they tell me Willem did it, but I, I can't believe that. I can't believe it. But uh, he, he was he was always so good to me. Uh, honestly, we heard it from Willem, and he said that he was on the search for the killer. So I do not believe it was him either. Ah, that's well. That's just music to my ears. I, I I knew it wasn't him. I knew it wasn't him. Oh well. Anyway, you're going to be real impressed. You're going to be real impressed by, by by what you hear from 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 Harold. He 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 he's like me. He 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 sees people for what they are and what they're good at. And I, I think you're going to love his plan for you. But we we shall see. No. Yeah. Quickly leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and Balthazar approaches you and um he just looks like kind of a dorky. You saw him on a horse before. He's the wizard. He he um he seems just I mean, yeah, he just seems kind of like a nerdy wizard. He's uh he's got short, short hair, he's very slight of build. Um he clearly has a it's a, a, a terrible um sunburn even though you can tell his natural skin tone is is quite dark um probably not as dark as ionis's but um dark nevertheless and he has uh his skin is peeling on his forehead and you can see on his uh, on his hands he says yes i i have i um i i apologize for my uh, this is not i'm not used to the sun i i think you probably understand that eh Tom, are you saying this guy looks and sounds exactly like me in real life? <laughs> okay, that's no. kind of fucked up. <laughs> <That's>, no. <laughs> Come on! Wow. <laughs> so, is he talking to uh, Ionis? You, Ionis? Yeah, he's talking to Ionis. I'm. I, I'm. Uh... Actually, not sure I understand what. Uh... Uh, sorry, Balthazar is my name. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I've just, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been traveling with this army for the last uh, year, and uh, I just I haven't even talked to uh, one of our kind in, in that whole time. It's just really nice to know that you're you're on board, and I know we're going to have things to teach each other, and um, and you know, you sh- you can't, you're not going to even believe what that guy Jesus is up to. It is, it's crazy. I, I saw I saw him shoot something up in the sky one time, and it looked like it pierced the sky. And there was a moment; it was a moment where it almost looked like, like, like we were in a dome, and he shot straight up through the dome. It was crazy, but you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's 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 just nice to see you. It's nice to meet you. Well, perhaps more more wizards is what is required to take that man down. Yes. Ah, uh, amen, amen to that for sure. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you've heard. I am putting together my ice catapult uh, just outside of town. You are going to love it. You should stop by. It's it's big, uh, but it gets the job done. You know. Interesting. Um, would that not draw undue attention to wherever you're firing from? Uh, I mean, probably, uh, but it, the good news is, um, I think Jesus can't hit us all the way f- this far away with his meteors that he's able to call from the sky. Uh, so that's good news. Meteor- that's meteors. why we're moving back. Meteors, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, 
apparently he's famous for them. Uh, there was a big war with, against the orcs a long time ago, and apparently he just scorched everybody. Um, his own army, the other army, everybody's army. Uh, you know, he was last man standing, etc. You know, you've heard the story. Indeed. Well, um, a uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, b- by the way, these are my. This is my brother Snowbik, and this is our compatriot Filnir. It's a pleasure. I, oh, I am, I am waving from off in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I very, very slightly. Yeah, uh, and Felipe comes up to you, Filnir, uh, and um, he nods at Ionis and. Half elf, I. Hello, Felipe. I just think you need to understand where I'm coming from in all of this. I think you need to explain it, but I'm not sure this is the time or place. I, I just. There's already a big army in the Breen, you know? Yes. And so. I just thought, isn't that what Abel would want? Mm. You know, us to get together? Don't you think you might have asked what Abel would want from those who you, knew him best? You weren't here, and we were under attack. Mm. Three and are you under guards. attack now? Were you under attack when you got back to town? Mm. Well, no, but I mean, we got here no. just in time, right? I would say a moment too late. Okay. Well, just... We can handle our business, Felipe. <laughs> he just stares at you. You can tell in his mind he's <laughs> he's deciding there's no nothing to say. <laughs> I understand well, why you made the choice that you made. I can't say that I'm delighted by your choice. But I can see why you made it. Understanding. That's that's something. That's a start. I have um, something to discuss with you later, in fact. Um, something that I think you will find quite to your liking. Uh, but let us have breakfast and go through these motions, and we shall chat later in private. Yes? Okay. And uh, Crispin comes in. And without his armor on, he does look, he looks like an old man. Um, you know, there was something impressive about him up on the horse and, you know, I mean, it's he's still impressive, but uh, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like the soldier that you, uh, you know, maybe imagined him <laughs> to be. Um, and, uh, and he comes in and he says, oh, gentlemen, it, it is, it is very good to see everybody. Um, uh, Yvonne, thank you for allowing us to be in these lovely rooms. Uh, I'm only too sad that my my cousin Florin was unwilling to give me back my library and my estate, but I will have a conversation with him later. Without any more ado, gentlemen and ladies of the Breen, I give you Harold Two Hands, 
Prince of Adair. Seaman of the West Coast. And Conqueror of Hark. I did my best not to chuckle in the middle of that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and the balding, uh, um, Harold comes out and, and, uh, he says, Oh, 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 please. (laughs) Thank you, Crispin. Very nice of you. Um, this is your home. Uh, you are king of your own castle when you are in it. And so, uh, I am, I am subservient to you, sir, uh, while we are in your hometown. Um, Thank you, everyone, for the nice welcome. And Yvonne, thank you for the lovely soup and uh, and salad last night. And and <laughs> and uh, this, I I hope we can ha- enjoy some of those those remarkable Lake and Hearth greens today as well. You know, we don't have very many vegetables in in uh, Adair City. Most of our vegetables actually come from right here in this valley that you people all. Uh, produce so thank you so much for your hard work for the kingdom oh please sit down sit down everyone let's let's enjoy this dinner uh breakfast sorry <laughs> we sit yeah okay take our place Von brings around bulla and uh everyone who said hello is basically here you've got um felipe and despo and snowball and uh um and there's also another person here, Bobby. Bobby has arrived, and he comes and sits down at the table, um, two people away from from Harold. Uh, two hands. Oh, Bobby! Didn't realize you would be joining us. Well, I was. I heard the. I go where the army is, um, and we had. Uh, we, we we have new merchants in town. You'll be super happy to know they came all the way from Adair City. I decided nothing but the best for the frontline uh, Adairan uh, soldiers, which also means you all. So um, you should really check them out. Um, three wagons south side of town. Interesting. I'll be sure to do that. So, Uncle, as I was asking before, what brings you to Lakenhoff? Good soft bed, clean sheets, a nice meal. And I was told by by our friend the gnome that um, that we may well be uh, welcomed here. Um, Crispin was dead set against it, but here we are. But you are currently laying siege to the city of Lakeshire. Oh, it continues. It continues on. My riders have come to me all through the night. Um, I, I just, I, a, a prince should not sleep in tents for years in a row. I, I, I have been on the road for very long, uh, nephew. And uh, actually, the last time I was in Monterre uh, was the last time I slept in a proper bed. Um, I haven't even been back to Adair City in 18 months. Oh, that is, um, I can imagine that is quite difficult on you. I still have trouble believing that you would leave your men behind, being commander-in-chief is all. My men are not left behind there, a few miles down the road. Um, and many are coming this way as well. Um, we have plans. Edie, Edie, Edie. We, 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 have, we have plans. I'll, I'll, I'll share with you what I can. Please, please do. 
Uh, so he takes some few bites and then he says, uh, uh, for those of you who are not my general officers, um, you know the siege is not going well for us or for them. Um, we build a new trebuchet. They destroy the new trebuchet. Uh, we send troops at the gates. They kill the troops at the gates. Um, they send for food. We kill and steal the food. Uh, it's standard city siege tactics, and it is awful. With Lakenhearth's help, we will break the siege, and we will take the city. Uh, without it, I don't know if we will succeed in our endeavor to take this fine city of halflings and humans back. We need specialists. And Despo laughs and goes, hey, yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I saw him when they couldn't, uh, when, the, when this one here couldn't hardly hold his head up. <laughs> he was, he, you, should, you should have seen him trying to wear the armor up. To, uh, no offense, Ionis, uh, 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 but it was funny. <laughs> None taken. I should never have been part of the Hawk army in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I, I've come to realize that same thing. And, and, uh, and, Crispin says, well, good sirs, what an army cannot do, a few special, very highly specialized uh, assassins might be able to accomplish. We want you to go inside Lakeshire and burn the gates down. And let our troops finally come rushing through that front gate. Freeing that city of the Therunis once and for all. In my head, I will think to Ionis. Are they proposing that we go into Lakeshire on their behalf? Is that... Or am I misunderstanding this completely? That is what it sounds like to me, Felnir. They're here, they're here to recruit us. They brought an army to speak to us. Hmm. Listen, guys, I, I, I know you had your differences, uh, but they're breaking bread with Felipe, too. Remember when Felipe ran through, killed everybody, and you, you took his, you, you took a, um, uh, Cloudshack's clothes, and so much death, and, and, and look, they're, we're breaking bread together. I, I, if 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 I may, I would like to invoke the the name Abel Snowflower right now, if it's okay. Is it, is that all right with you, Filnir? You would like to invoke his name as a. I, I I would like to. He 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 said to me multiple times. He said, "Despo, every war must end," and I said, "Every war will not end because we are human beings." But but we're on the precipice here, and I, I, I and she like reaches over and pats uh, Crispin on the back. She's I, he he's not a nice man. That's true, but he is he is a good leader. And I no no offense, Crispin, uh, a little taken. Uh, no, but, uh, what I'm saying is that is that you you all don't match up in your value system. Uh, I don't match up with you and my value system either. 
But the one thing we can agree on is that these this this Feyrunni has to go. He, he is he is he's taking the lady bone. He sent it to Feyrun. He, he he's he he's holding those halflings. Who knows how many halflings are even alive in there? And, and, and I I used to hate halflings, and, and now I kiss one if I had to. You know, we gotta save them, save the halflings, save the city, give the brain back, and then d- didn't you say? Uh, Harold, you, you said you were going to free the Breen Valley. Well, yeah, yes, that, that is my intention. I, I believe the balance of power requires some kind of buffer zone between Hark and Adair and, and Monterre. While they're talking, I'm going to run an arcana check on Despo. Twenty-seven. Yeah, well, I mean... Have you run an Arcana check on Despa before? Ooh, good question. Mm. Fuck, I don't remember. I don't if think. You have I don't think I, ha- I don't think I have. I mean, I mean, I know. I know that she is crazy magic emanate emanating from her. Yeah. Crazy magic emanating from her. But but wouldn't be able to discern one from the other. Just she's just radiating magic. Yeah. I mean, an arcana check is not like a detect magic. Spell. No, it's not no, detect it's magic. Not. No. It's not. You're just sort of uh, determining if anything Shh. in her manner is indicative of any spell you know. Well, the the other question is like, every, nobody else is wearing armor or anything. No, it's breakfast, yeah, she's man. Not either. And I would assume I would assume that she wouldn't be either. Yeah, she's not. But but yeah, she I, you know, so I know that she's got she's under the effect of potions. Yes. Um but yeah, I just wasn't sure if I could see if there was anything with her mind, if I could see something going nah. on with her mind or anything like that. She doesn't look like she's dominated. You see enough people get dominated to know have some inkling about that. She doesn't seem like she's dominated. Right. I I would want to double check that before I made any other decisions. How many armed and armored Adarens are there around? In the breakfast room, yeah. there's there are you know um, most of these people are nobles first of all, and mm-hmm. so nobles never take off their sidearm. Um, so you know, Harold uh, obviously has his f- his family sword. Crispin has uh, uh, it's a short sword for sure, as you know, sidearm. Um. Uh, the snowball has a wand tucked into his belt, maybe a dagger in there. I mean, this is a not very armed group, but there are definitely armed people just outside the the door. Right. Um, and the, is that the it, extent you know, of who's having breakfast with us? It's Felipe, Harold, Despo, Crispin, Snowball, um, uh, Bobby, and uh oh and dreed is there as well dreed the dwarf who okay. is uh oh, okay um yeah sorry no that's all good may i um ask for a point of clarification here we are having breakfast and i am still a little foggy from waking up only moments ago i i just want to make sure i understand what is being asked for you want us to somehow get within the walls of Lakeshire, which you have been thus far, am I mistaken? You have not been able to penetrate them or burn them as of yet? Balthazar, you want to take this one away? Uh, oh, yes, <laughs> certainly. Um, 
Here's the plan. I'm sure you've seen that there's no fishing on the lake anymore. And and many fishermen have died. Uh, the water is cursed. The ghosts of dead octopi are surfacing whenever one enters the water and taking them down deep under the surface. Uh, as far as we can tell, it is an impossibility. That's one. Two, they have incredible anti-flight weapons. So unless you're coming from a very, very high point, uh, they will take you out quickly. Here's my idea. You've heard of my catapult. Well, only just. Well, normally I send giant magical balls of ice through the air to collide with walls and people and buildings and destroy and freeze everything. And it is spectacular. I propose that we launch you four. And he looks at you. He says, Filnir, that's your name? That is my name. Ionis, your brother, who we know is a vampire. <laughs> and everyone at the table sort of like laughs and nods and, uh, and says, and we know, we know he's made some kind of deal with Bezalith Lewitel. Uh, that he's working with her in some fashion. That's fine. We don't care. And Felipe Madamba, we launch you, all four of you, in the catapult. It speeds like a ballista bolt. There's no way they're going to be able to shoot you out of the sky as you go. And all you have to do is as soon as you're over the town, cast this. And the Balthazar hands Ionis a scroll, and it's just a scroll of Featherfall. <laughs> he says, and then you just go down to the surface, and you're inside. Now, maybe someone saw you. Maybe they didn't. But we have reason to believe they're spending all their energy on protecting the walls and keeping people out. We think once you're in there, you can wreak total havoc inside the town if you wanted to. You just got to get to the south wall. And, and, and he pulls out another scroll and he hands it to you. I honestly says, and then you cast this. And it is a uh, scroll of stone shape. He says, all you have to do is create a walkway for us. If you wanted to kill us by flinging us into the wall through a catapult, <laughs> there certainly are simpler ways. It's a long kill way to go you. about it. Yeah, at, at, uh, Harold, <laughs> two hands, is just like, he looks like he's come totally confused. He's, kill you? Uh, why? You could kill us all right now. You are, you are, 
practically deities. I'm asking you to take a side. Have you not? Yvonne looks up and says, any more bulla, fellas? Fuck. I say in my mind, feel near Snowbick. We did. We did say we wanted to pit this army, meaning Jesus's army, against Havis Corvairs. I'm sorry. Are you mad? <laughs> what? Are you entertaining this plan? I have no intention of flying into Lakeshire. No, what I what I'm saying is we we do not want to go in and destroy Jesus's army. We need his army to take out Havis's army. Oh well. If only uh armies were as easy to fire as arrows. <laughs> what is keeping us here? Why are we at breakfast? What do you want? Well, food for this one. This is infuriating. I, I, I understand. I apologize. I feel we may need to play our hand. Not the assassination hand, but... Assassination? I explained it to you already. This plan of yours... Oh, brother. What are sounds, you dragging me into? This plan of yours honestly sounds utterly ridiculous. If you I want am... to fire people into the city, why haven't you fired yourself? Well, and several people sort of look down <laughs> and 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 uh, Despo says um, how many people have you attempted to fire into the city oh well well listen here here's here's the problem with the catapult uh, it fires straight it fires real fast um but most of the men who we try to do this with, they're not as adept at the magical arts as you are. So we, we're basically positive that the Featherfall spell, if you can cast it properly, it, it will also slow your forward momentum as well. Uh, Does that make sense? It, so, Balthazar, it, if I may. Yes, yes. Have you not tried this? Perhaps perhaps not over the walls of Lakeshire, but just to see if it works. With someone who is magically inclined, such as yourself. Or I have done it twice. An apprentice. Here's the problem. And There's lots of problems. Well I'm not sure you know how to Do you know about arcs and the way one measures the arc? I'm familiar with the flight of an arrow. So the problem with this is that when we were firing it from close range, it is a magical catapult. It only has one speed at release. It's very strange. 
we basically are firing people straight up in the air. I can tell you they would go at least a mile up. None of them are still alive. So we are back to my first question. When they come down. But we fire in, an, in a straight arc, something much lower down, and it is no problem. Except that to get 15 or 16 miles away from Lakeshire, in any direction except for this one, puts us in very difficult terrain in the mountains, in the woods, powerful foes, monsters, our flanks exposed to the remnants of the Hark army. This actually is the safest place to construct this and fire people from. Right here in Lakenhop. Is that why you are all here? And nearby. In fact. I, I say this in my brain. Why are we entertaining this? You bear an ascended oar. Havis Corvair marshals his forces. The Underdark is beset by demons. Who, these two armies are in stasis against each other. What is served by indulging in this adventure? What we owe no loyalty to a dare. Schnobik, Schnobik, and this is in my Jesus brain. is contained. Schnobik, we are not entertaining this. We Very merely... well, then tell this man to shove off and let us be on our way. Yes, Schnobik, the problem is the people of Lake and Hoth are in danger currently. That you know when they will be in more danger when the lake rises thirty feet. You're a goddamn murderer. You're a coward. And you're <laughs> no good for your uniform, Crispin. <laughs> That's gotta be floor. Oh shit. <laughs> Get your ass outside. <laughs> I am invoking. The oh, mercenary pact bother. of 769. As a member of the Adaran Army General Corps, I have the right to challenge you for leadership. Crispin the Not-So-Decent, come out and meet your end. And you hear a, a rather large crowd of Lake and Harthers cheering and saying murderer 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 Ianus in my head what do we do here just bide our time we are sparing them for now Crispin stands Damn up it. Be, be ready Phil near for what <laughs> He stands, uh, Crispin stands up, and I say, uh, Crispin, that is a rather large contingent outside. I would suggest all of you just leave Lake and Hearth. And I cast Mass Suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I cast it on Crispin, and on Prince Adair, and on Balthazar. Okay. All right. Uh, what's the DC on this? 20? DC 17. Oh, DC 17. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Uh, I will do. All right, I'm going to do Crispin first. He has plus six to this. It's a wisdom, right? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's one fail. That's a five plus six is 11. That's a fail. Um, right. And then um, who else you said? Balthazar. Okay. Yep. Balthazar has a, a big plus on this one. This is a plus seven for Balthazar. Oh my God. Another five. <laughs> that is 12. Okay. And now Prince Adair. Oh my goodness. John, this guy does not have as good a bonus. All right. This is a plus five. <sighs> That's a four. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Tell me what breaks this. Uh, and are you using a seventh level spell six slot? Level. Or are you six level. Uh, six level? Do you have a seventh level spell slot? I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so, I say it lasts ten days if you cast if it you, as a seventh level spell. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's just twenty four hours. Okay. Um, so what happens if they get hurt or? Let's see. Let's see. On, uh, let's see. Suggested course action continuing the entire duration. If a suggested activity can be completed if, in a short if time, if we damage them, the spell if, yeah, ends. Okay. So if if we attack them, then it ends because they they're like, oh, why are you attacking? You know, oh. But other than that, they they have to do what I tell them. And I just say okay. in my brain, I just say in my brain, just just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well. Prince Adair stands up, all of them stand up, you know, when he does. And he says, I think we should leave this town in peace. And Despo says, uh, uh, what? What, what? But you said but you this is our, our last hope. I, I, I think we must go. I think we must go. Uh, uh, the, the gentlemen of Lake and Hearth are making a very good point. We are putting them in danger. Let's go. Out. Let's go. Now. Now, and Balthasar says, I agree. This catapult idea is a terrible one. Uh, it certainly will lose more than the 35 we've already lost this way. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, Crispin, um, uh, is just moving out. He says, uh, Florn, no fear. Uh, I will not be accepting your challenge. I, good boy. And, and uh, and he starts to leave, and uh, and you hear Florn begin to cast something, and uh, and they all leave. Are you going to follow or no? Yeah, I'm going to follow. They're not yeah. going to try to go out the back door or something. They're going straight no, he's out going into right the, the mob. It's going yeah, right at the front. They're just leaving. Yeah, and uh, and you see as as they uh, as they are making their way out the front. Um, Florn casts on Crispin. I counter, I counter spell it. Okay. All right. Um, and, and he, you know, he sees that you've done this and he says, I honest, you got to stay out of this. And Crispin keeps moving and he casts onto his, onto his sword, something. And his sword Ooh, is does. wreathed yeah. in fire. And uh, and he runs toward Crispin. As soon as I see the 
cast counterspell. I am sprinting towards Florn. Okay. Um, and he is moving toward Crispin, who is not making even an attempt to protect himself. And uh, Florn is about to swing it at, at Crispin. Are you guys going to do anything? Can I? How far away am I? Um, if you sprint, you can be you can be to him like he's just outside. Okay. I how and how far away is he from Crispin? Uh, fifteen feet. And Crispin wouldn't. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to cast darkness on Florin's belt buckle. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let me see this. Uh, this is a second level spell as well. So darkness will quench the light from his flaming sword. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, you hear him like stumble a little bit and he catches himself and he says, God damn you, Jonas, stay out of this. <laughs> and, uh, and Crispin just keeps moving and he leaves the darkness. Yeah. And Florence says, I know what this is. You figured out how to do what I did to you. Jonas, you, you can't let him go. You can't let him go. He's a murderer. He killed both my parents. And and the town is yelling and yelling, but they're now suddenly like transfixed by this globe of darkness that that's that's around him. And and Prince Adair says, uh, "People of Lakeshire, I mean L- Lickenhearth, we are we are leaving. We are leaving. You are safe. We, we are we are going back to our tents." And I I was I'm near floor now. And I whisper in his ear, boy, these men are leaving in peace. In humiliation, let that be enough for now. You will have ample opportunity to kill him later. Did you do this to me? Shh, now, shh. All right. Am I in charge again? Sure, why not? And someone in the crowd kicks Crispin in the ass as he's walking out and people start to laugh and Crispin turns around and he almost approaches them, but feeling compelled by Jonas's suggestion, he continues to move out and someone else throws some food at him. A bowl of oatmeal goes clattering at him uh, and people keep saying, goodbye, decent. Goodbye, decent. And they don't even stop to get their horses. They just, they're just walking. And Despo says, What? Jonas, did you do this? What? 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 what, what? I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming, Prince. I'm coming. Despo, please. I'm coming. Please, Despo, please stay. I, I these can't men are, these men are fools. They're fools. You were a hawk soldier. Why did you throw your. Why did you throw in with this rabble? Fish got to swim, Jonas. 
Well, if you, if you need to swim, swim with me. I got, I got 200 men that rely on me now. You can bring them along, Despo. But, but, but what are you doing? What, what, what's it for? He's trying to rid this town of a, this, this valley of a, of a, of a tyrant. There are greater forces at play. So you say, half-elf. Tell me what they are. Tell you what they are. Are you thrown in with a vampire? There are octopi, there are demons, and there are things in the mountain that you might not believe. Change is coming to this valley if it is not stopped, and I do not mean change in the political sphere. Give me a persuasion check, Vilnir. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a cumulative 20. Wow. Um, she looks at you and she says, uh, you can't kill Willem the wet. Give him my word that I get to talk to him before you do anything to him. If we f- see Willem and you are with us, you may speak to him, but I am not sure Willem is the same Willem you once knew. I'll know it if I talk to him. And she looks over at you, Jonas, and she says, and how much gold you got? Plenty. Why? Well, Harold's red rot. Is 450 spearmen. And they need gold every week. And they ain't been paid in four. How much gold do they need? I mean, 3,000 to get us started. At least let me pay the back pay. The back pay should not come from us. We have not welched on their promised salaries. (laughs) <laughs> we'll call it a finder's fee. Perhaps a signing bonus. Signing bonus. Fine. 3,000 gold. And then two gold a week. Per man. In my head I'll go, that's quite a sum I notice. I do not recall how much we have in the chest I do not know if we've done a good accounting of it recently you you guys are you guys are down around uh, 40,000 gold we're down 40,000 down to around 40,000 gold okay that makes more sense Um, well Phil I I agree that um, that is quite a sum but we did just get the mine we could get that going and we have enough to at least appease them for now. Well, if they haven't turned on Prince Adair after four weeks of not being paid, perhaps well, they're not so quick to collect on their debts. Perhaps. I think, it is, I think it is a bargain we can strike if Despo will stay with us. Though I question how long her loyalty will last. Well, we shall see. But these spearmen are sorely needed. Indeed. I- 
I hold my hand out. 3,000 gold. Two gold a week per man. I hold it to shake. She reaches out, shakes it, and says, You're not much of a king, I'll tell you that. Uh, a, a king wouldn't have agreed to two gold a week, but now we have, and that's our compact. <laughs> I let the darkness go. <sighs> Damn. Do I see Dreed? Uh, you do see Dreed. Dreed is still sitting at the table eating. He has ignored this entire thing that's going on. <laughs> he has not had a meal like this in a very long time. And not only that, give me a DC eight wisdom check or uh, perception check. I bet you automatically beat that. Don't you? Um, close 13. He's got, uh, three napkins worth of food that he has also secreted away into his lap and into his uh, shirt and pockets. <laughs> um, I'm going to walk back in and, and sit, I do. I'm assuming I know Dreed. You, you, um, okay. Dreed. I don't know if you've met Dreed because Dreed came straight here, but you know, all of his countrymen. And he looks exactly like the other masons and right. uh, okay and diggers that you had. All right. Who is the uh, who is the druid? Uh, the druid is Galen. Yeah, Galen. Okay. And you know Galen quite well. Galen's the one I know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Never mind. I don't want to talk to Dreed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming that we have 24 hours until we're under attack again. Um. Well, until they I mean, realize why they. I, I need to I need to look at the at the spell language. Um, I don't think at the end they know that they have been ensorcelled, do they? No, but they they. They know they that will they feel were here. A sudden change in the weather. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, know maybe. that they were here, and then they were told to leave, and then and and now they're like, no, wait, no, we're no, we're going back, and that I took the spearmen. Well, yeah, that's going to be that's going to yeah. be a big deal, um, which, is, which is kind of why I wanted them. What did you yeah. tell them to do? You just told them to leave. I told them to leave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to be. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. I, I'll let him. I'll let him okay. stay away. I was like, I, I'll assume he, uh, he told him that. I'm not going to go I'm far, far play. away. <laughs> it's a six. It's a six hour. I mean, it's a six six level spell. Yeah. Um. I, I won't play fuckery games on you. Although <laughs> it's true, you should probably, you should probably when you do this, tell them more specific instructions than just leave. Like go um, back home. Yeah, go yeah, back home back is a good one. Yeah. 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 So for 24 hours, that's all they're trying to do. Yes. Well, I can tell you where he would go. Harold would go to the Owlwood because home is wherever his beloved is, is, is currently residing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so they are now leaving without their horses. They're walking. These general officers, 
including now Despo, because Despo is like, I, well, I got to walk back with him to get my men. Um, uh, and um, there's this like strange feeling in the town. And Florin is just like, his face has it written all over it. He, he, he just kind of looks around and says, we're all thinking it, right? Did we just win? <laughs> and thus ends episode sixty-five of the Dungeon Dads podcast. We Everyone won Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, <we> just did. <laughs> no dead people. <laughs> no army siege of Lincoln of Lincoln Park. Yeah, but now no we don't get to see now we don't get to see how they were hiding in the walls. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I, mean, I, know. I mean that those guys are gonna come out and be like, "God damn it! <laughs> I had to burn three third level spells for this." <laughs> ah, that's not so bad. It's I what? shaved my legs for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, folks, come back for the bonus. We're gonna yeah. unpack this. I think this was a good proxy for a um uh uh practice run at at <laughs> diplomacy for <laughs> for the three of you. I, I hope that's a good thing. Yeah. I think so. I we'll think so. Out. There's a lot of a lot of hemming and hawing and like, oh fuck, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. we'll talk about it. Yep. For Come sure. on back, everybody. Patreon or go rate us if you can't go join the Patreon. Go hit at the Pod Chaser, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Get us some fives. Get some eyeballs on the show. Help us get yeah. some new listeners. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.